At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your... We are the last Americans. Greg, what's going on, gentlemen? Oh, not much, dude. It's had a hacking fit before it started the show. My eyes are watering. Yes. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm not sad. The, the hack attack came back, didn't it? Oh, God. I still, you know, I feel good. I just, I, you know, deep down, you only take that real deep breath and you hear something like fluttering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. That's oh, the worst. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So it's like, it's deep in there. I got, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe there's like a gnat in my lung. You a know? gnat? I don't know. Who knows? You just inhaled a gnat while you're sleeping? Possibly. I don't know. They say they we swallow a bunch of like sp- bugs and shit while we're sleeping. Yeah, we're supposed uh, what to. Was it like eight, spi- eight spiders or whatever crawl down your fucking mouth while you're... I feel like yeah, you're in your life or something. More than that, though. I told my wife I felt like a spider was crawling on my arm the other night. Mm. <clears throat> oh. You ever have those like phantom... Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was real or not, because I didn't see any evidence of me squashing a bug or yeah. anything like that. It's but, a weird one. Um... I have actually woke up because I felt something, and then I jumped out of bed and like ripped the covers off, and there was a spider running across that's our bed. Fucking terrifying! Yeah, that's I'm not a fan of spiders. I hate spiders. Yeah, that, of all the shit, spiders. And, here, and that was a, up in Washington before we even came down here. It was a good size. It was, I, mm-hmm. it was big enough to where I could see it in the dark. Yeah, I don't mind like killing yeah. them or being around <laughs> them. It's just like if they're on me, I don't like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like the whole phantom thing, dude. Like when you're watching a show about bugs. Or like hoarders is a great example, like the the TV series hoarders. Yeah, and they show like cockroaches and bugs and shit, and it's like infested. You just oh. feel fucking itchy, like, okay. and you're yeah. paranoid. You're like, oh god, what the fuck? I was yeah, gonna I mean, say, I, I've never had that. <laughs> really, you've never no, seen more, like a, a show with kid like with a with head lice on TV or something. You're just and like, and then all of a sudden your head itches now. Yeah, no. Dude. Usually, like when I get that stuff, it's like I'm not thinking about bugs at all. And oh, weird. Just like, I'm feeling a tickle on my so arm, just, and I don't know what the uh-huh. fuck it is. So you just have, like, a nervous system issue. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Or there's a ghost following me and tickling. That could be true, too. No, I get that. Like, if I, like, have it, like, feel some, I see something crawling on me, and then all of a sudden, for, like, the next 15 minutes, I'm just like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, man. Now, it would really freak me out if I started hearing, Oochie Gucci. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, a ghost is, like, whispering as they're trying to tickle me. You know? Uchi, <laughs> Uchi Gucci. I've never heard that term <laughs> in my life, dude. Uchi Gucci. You know, like, don't you say that when you're trying to tickle somebody? Uh, no. Tickle, you say, like, tickle, tickle. Yeah, you say tickle, 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 tickle. Yeah. Like, oh. you don't get Uchi Gucci. 
You can't That's do it. That's creepy. Wait, you can't do it, can you? What? Say, say tickle, 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 tickle. What is that? What is that? You're saying tickle, 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 tickle. What are you trying to say? Tickle? <laughs> yeah, man. You say <laughs> you're saying tickle, 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 tickle. Yeah. Uh, close. It was, <laughs> I mean, well, is there an appropriate way to say that? It's, uh, don't you just tickle, say tickle, tickle, tickle. You like just say tickle, 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 like tick, tickle, 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 tickle. Oh. You just say tickle fast. You know what's well, funny? it sounds like you're just saying tickle, 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 tickle. Well, it's kind of, it kind of gets to that yeah, point. Yeah, it's like, it just morphs into something. But you said like tinky, tinky, <laughs> you added like the, you know what's See, funny though? That's, that's why I do the Uchi Gucci. It must be. <laughs> that's why he does the Uchi It's actually kind of funny because there was this like uh, on, on, I think it was TikTok, but there was this like kind of thing going around months ago where it says women and girls in general can't do the machine gun sound. Oh. You know the whole like Does this include women with penises? Uh well, oh. they're not real women, so well, they yeah. can do they it. Can oh, do it. oh okay. okay. That should be the um sex test. I feel like everyone you know? has like a different sound they do though. Well, yeah, but it's it's the it's the tongue, you know when you put your tongue in your mouth yeah, like and a... yeah, you know that kind of thing? Yeah. Apparently women can't do it. Now Obviously, not all women can't do it, but mm. I'm saying it was a thing where husbands were saying, hey, like to their wives or girlfriends or even daughters, like, hey, can you make a machine gun sound? They're like, they don't know how to do it. It's kind of like the same thing with like the skipping trend. I feel like that's just a thing you grew up with, right? Because when we were kids, we're just we're constantly playing war army and we just developed a the ability to make a machine gun sound well true and it's like it's a skipping trend right where a lot of men don't skip and they didn't growing up so when now when people are making fun like hey bill go skip across the room do you remember how to skip oh yes me and my wife actually did that and i could skip just fine yeah and i i I have no problem skipping i can you skip greg Chris is gay. I had no problem skipping, like, whatsoever. Like, I, mean, I just freaking snapped right uh, into that skip. Well, I just, I feel like I'm still a, a, a little kid in brain and heart. So, sure. I, I just don't forget. Could you skip, Greg? Do yeah. you think you could actually skip properly? Dude, I, I, I was pretty athletic. So, yeah, I, okay. I, I could skip. I could probably, uh, you know, skip to my loo. Whatever skip kind of skip my, you wanted yeah, me to skip do. Skip to Maluma, darling. It eventually could turn out to be like where, you know, the police do like a sobriety test. It might get to the point someday where we have, you to, have know, to skip. Like what sex you really are. And they uh, give you challenges. Like, I need you to skip. I need you to make a machine gun sound. And it's like, it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill, he, he failed the skipping challenge. Okay. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they just do one test and have you look up to the heavens and then see your Adam's apple? Because they're, you know they're starting to <laughs> look up, sir. They're oh, starting yeah, it's to, there. They're shaving it. I now. see it. That's a new co- uh. cosmetic procedure where they actually, I think they're like shaving that down. So what? like it's getting to a point where mm. you're not going to know, but they'll say, uh, ma'am, can you do a machine gun sound? And if they nail it, it is ma'am. She uh. has a dick, Bill. She has a dick. Come on, Chris. You got it. It is ma'am. It is ma'am. Oh, ma'am. Where is it? I can't find it. Oh, shit. Oh. It is ma'am. There it is. It, it is ma'am. Uh, no, that's fun, dude. That's fun. When you did that, it kind of reminded me of that, where it's like, you don't do something for a long time. You think you know how to do it, but you've actually haven't done it. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, if you don't use it, you lose it situations. Sure. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Because, like, when I was younger, too, I used to be actually really good at drawing, and I can't really draw shit anymore, because I just mm. stopped doing it. That's interesting. Like, it's I can true. still draw a little bit, but nothing like I used to. Hmm. I mean, it's true. I mean, you kind of lose your, uh, you know, your gifts, yeah, if you will. But it could be rekindled. Keep up on it, dude. It could be rekindled. 
Probably. Like, just like riding a bike. I feel but. like, though, when you're older, that kind of shit takes longer. Yeah. You know? True that. Uh, guys, before we get rolling, uh, Greg likes to say this. Uh, review it up. You know what I'm saying? Review it up, baby. Uh, rate, review all our new channels. Uh, most of you guys listening, obviously, are already on those channels. But make sure you share the content as well, because it helps us uh, get more people <clears> over <throat> and transitioned, and not in the way that you think. We're talking about... For your ears, not for your genitals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The rebranding transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I do have to say, I love reading the comments mm. uh, when people kind of describe when they first started listening to us, mm. where it's like a personal comment of like what they liked about the show. Sure. Those oh, are really yeah. heartwarming. I really like listening to those yeah. or uh, reading yeah. those. I always say listen. We need the the listeners that are that are listening right now to do like a flash mob and just bombard everyone they see and tell them to listen to the Last Americans podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Everyone you see. Great. Say you listen to Last American podcast. Did yeah. you listen to it? Just do you listen to it? Just don't, everyone. Don't take see. it too far though. Don't yeah. like rob a bank and say like, "What do you want?" And list of demands is like, "Listen <laughs> uh, to the uh, Last Americans podcast." Yeah, that's probably that's yeah, not that's true. Best. Let's not kidnap or do anything crazy. Uh, just yeah, tell yeah a don't friend. hold anybody hostage until yeah. they listen. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, don't just withhold be like, be sex like from your husband driver. or something, you know, or your wife. You're like, <laughs> right. I'm not having sex with you too. You listen to the these boys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a dry season for yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? But no, we appreciate all the reviews, the comments, and uh, we want to make sure that everybody that used to listen on Pardon My American is getting over here and checking out The Last Americans. Same show, guys. Different name. Uh, and we appreciate it. Like Greg said, he loves that toilet, uh, you know, reading. It's good stuff. It's, toilet. It's, it's good quality time on the toilet. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we do have some fun topics, though. We have quite a few good ones, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where you want to start, per se, uh, but the damn one I thought was uh, a new thing. Sure. Um, yeah, let's do it. Damn, damn, damn. damn. I know. <laughs> this one, unfortunately, is not satisfying as a delicious burger, though. Um, oh, this yeah. is a problematic water issue in Ukraine, which I do have some questions about. i got to be honest with you. Um, so... Basically, uh, this they quote this is from Daily Mail. Nothing will survive here. It's a little extreme. That's extreme. Uh, but we do know that dams, once they break, um, they do change the landscape. They make a damn mess. They make a huge damn mess. I like damn that. Great. That was good. Good job. <laughs> uh, so the entire Ukrainian villages vanish underwater as Russia blows up the Kakhovka Dam from the inside. Mm. From the inside, forcing thousands to abandon their homes. Uh, it's the Kakhovka, I think that's how you say it, Kakhovka, dam near uh, Kherson in southern Ukraine has suffered severe damage following a, uh, several explosions. Tens of thousands of Ukrainians have been told to abandon their homes amid catastrophic levels of flooding. The dam provides critical cooling to the, now this one's going to throw me, Zaporizhia, Zaporizhia, nuclear yeah. pan. Moving on. Uh, as well as drinking water. Say the, just say vapor rub. Uh, it's the vapor Nuclear rub. power plant. Uh, I'm going to call it the zap. <laughs> Let's call it the zap. Make okay, it short zap. and sweet. Yeah. Uh, so that actually is uh, a big thing is that there is a nuclear plant nearby. And mm. uh, and we I have another article that we can go to in a second. But that was a big concern of is this going to like what's it going to do to the nuclear plant? We saw in uh, I believe it was Japan, 2013-ish area, where they had that tsunami that actually – interrupted the nuclear plant oh, yeah. there and it was close to becoming a new uh, chernobyl situation i mean it was real devastating is that part of the plan right this dam uh chris you actually have the map on here it shows like how much of an impact the this flooding. thing has had and uh what it was before and what it is now and it's definitely there's here it is there's definitely some uh cities that i 
There's fucking no way. This is the before. And then this is the after. So it's grown. Uh, It's not a lot of water. Well, there's just. It's definitely taken out like these middle cities in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even that one up there. Even that one, yeah. Yeah. And who knows? A lot of cities. Yeah, downriver where. Um, but yes, if you scroll up though, you see some of these. Uh, there's actually a White House 2.0 right here. Look at this motherfucker, dude. What is going on here? Why do they have the White House underwater? Is this a sign? <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, Joe Biden's set, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I said. I was like, that's is where this was, where Joe Biden where he, is? Or that's is where he it... was shooting from when he was in the <laughs> office of the uh, president elect? Remember that shit? Yeah, because oh, yeah. uh, Tyler Perry has one on his uh, set. Remember? Yeah. Uh, Tyler was... Perry has a White yeah. House, and then Kid Rock. Made his house like the White House, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Up on the hill, all gold and shit. So mm. either way, I didn't know there was one in Ukraine. Kind of funny, I guess, uh, you know, if Joe Biden goes and spends money there in business and stuff, he has a place they can call home. Yeah, right. He's paid for it. But that, I mean, it's definitely underwater. Now, here's the other one. There's an, a picture of the explosion that says, what's it say right under here? An explosion is seen at the destroyed Kakovka hydroelectric power plant in the occupied Kirshen region of Ukraine, June 6, 2023. Chris pointed out, it's like, who was standing there taking photos at the time? Or is this yeah. like a, it doesn't look like a CCTV video. That looks like a tank. Uh, it could be. It could be uh, like a some sort of camera that fell over or something because it's like in the wilderness. You know what I mean? Well, this is on the placed. dam. This is on the dam itself. Yeah, this is the dam. Like this is the the stretch of land that goes between or across. I mean, the river. it does look dirty as shit everywhere. Almost yeah. like what well, is that a backpack? That's like uh, a, in oh the maybe photo? you can see like strappage here, huh? Yeah, I thought it was a tank or a backpack or something. I mean, it looks. It, sure. I don't know if it's metal or fabric. It's kind of hard to and tell. Now, is that the actual explosion or is that just like water spraying after it was exploded? That's the water. Because, no, apparently that's the water spray from the explosion. Yeah. Oh, so it's like not just continuously spraying out like that because that would make no. sense if it was causing the spray. No, it, it and looks it's comes like up. it's like this right now. Yep. Mm. Yep. Okay. But uh, the other, yeah, I guess okay. it kind of looks like that, that's where the uh, look how clean that break is, though, man. Isn't that that's weird? A very clean break. Yeah, it's like the building just they had it. Well, I'm sure already. I'm sure it blew and then a bunch of it like crumbled and like broke apart off of certain sections or something. Yeah, but where it, it was structurally. Yeah, put but together. It, but it is like very straight edged right here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's like a Lego set. You just have. Well, so what's your uh, take on this, Dave? Uh, well, I, I have concerns, obviously, that like there is a power plant. They they are saying they're concerned that uh, if they're willing to take out the dam, which obviously flooded out tons of uh, citizens, supposedly, right? that they would attack the nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. And apparently the nuclear plant, uh, they went into a shutdown mode, uh, in a yeah. cooling mode. On There's four of them, right? Um, uh, four or five. Three of them, or something like that. They said yeah. the two were already in a cool down mode, and the one was in a hot down. Yeah, a hot shutdown. Yeah. Which I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't it be hot up? You know? Yeah, hot I don't know. Cool <laughs> um, but when asked about it, they said uh, everything's fine. Yeah. No problems. No problems. Uh, nothing to it's be concerned control. with. It's under control. That was the actual <laughs> quote. It's under control, which I always go, is Nikes. it though? Is it really under control? Because we, we heard that Chernobyl, if you watch the series, they said it's under control. That's what they said before everything no went to deal. shit. Yeah. But we know that you. it can be. What I'm concerned with is, is there potential to have a uh, really bad situation happen? Because uh, that's not good for anybody, uh, especially the surrounding area. 
You know what I mean? And a waterway but, with drinking water. Well, and, so um, did they say like Russia did this or yeah. something? Like, yeah, yeah Ukraine okay. is blaming Russia. Yeah, yeah, of course they. Because I just uh, I sent you an article, Chris, and I just found this um, from this morning from Yahoo Finance update to Kremlin. So this is update two, and then Kremlin says Ukraine sabotaged the dam to cut Crimea's water, mm. distract from its own failure. Now it yeah. said the Kremlin on Tuesday accused Kiev of sabotaging the hydroelectric dam in the Russian-controlled part of Ukraine to cut off a key source of water for Crimea and distract attention from faltering counteroffensive against Russian forces. So the, the spokesman for the Kremlin, Dmitry Peskov, said, We can unequivocally... St- oh, wait, that, that sucked. That was, I can't yeah, do Russian. But we can state unequivocally <laughs> that we are talking about the deliberate sabotage by the Ukrainian side. Uh, all right. So yeah. he told reporters the Kiev regime should bear full responsibility for all the consequences. He said that the destruction of the dam was intended to debri- deprive Russian controlled Crimea of the fresh water it receives from the reservoir via the North Crimean Canal mm. and to distract attention from the counteroffensive. So they're saying so Russia's saying again, like Ukraine's doing this to, you know, because they actually have strongholds in the area. Well, and we've seen this before where Ukraine sabotaged its own, you know, stuff. They were, like, um, putting counteroffenses or putting the, uh, the whatever, the, the automatic missile launchers yeah. in yeah, places yeah. like um, parks where yeah. children go. Well, so that and way seen when too. they explode and they um, counterattack them, they're, they're saying, oh, look what Russia did. They blew up a park with kids in it. Yeah. And it's like, well, dude, you have, like, this automatic transition where – you have a, uh, a response system that's going to send missiles where the missiles came from. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that's just a, a way to do the weapon yeah. warfare. Well, yeah. and we've seen, too, like they shot missiles like, well, uh, they shot it off into Poland, right? They landed in Poland, and they're like, oh, Russia's shooting yeah. missiles into Poland now. Yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. was your missile that you just ran, you just shot off, and clearly you can't aim. But I mean, isn't this just like war? I mean, you're talking about taking out strategic spots. We've seen this yeah. in like every movie in history, History Channel, where they take out bridges, you know, so there's transportation issues where yep. they can't get their goods. I mean, dams, waterways. You know, you're trying to like, yeah, even if Russia, but who did- be- who benefits from it though? That's well, what they're trying to say. Yeah, I it's mean, like this is this deprives Russian controlled land. If Russia like actually controls the land. Yeah, and I don't know. You know, like, they'll say, well, like... That's what they say. That's what they're saying. saying yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't... I don't know what sections they own or, like, have control of, I should say. I don't know any of that. So there's well, I'm pretty sure takes. they're in Crimea, and I, I'm pretty sure that that's why um, Ukraine is trying to fight, even though Crimea is one of those mm-hmm. um, nation states, I guess, that yeah. voted. You know, they like, they want to be part of Russia. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where it's like Russia is winning this war, like no matter what. I I, I don't think um, we know the truth, hmm. right? We don't really know exactly what's going on, but it's kind of obvious that we're we're spending what like another three hundred million dollars just last week. Yeah, yeah. Sent over to Ukraine, like we've sent over billions of dollars, and it's doing nothing. Like they're still yeah. That's fighting. that's the one take that I I you know I'm glad you brought that up. That's the one thing where you know we've heard like Ukraine is like above and beyond you know they're putting the fucking stiff arm to russia and you know uh russia is trying to you know propagate the whole thing as they're winning but you see like they keep showing these like devastated cities because they're trying to sell like look how bad 
the war has done what's what it's done to Ukraine. These cities are just wiped out supposedly. Yeah, well, doesn't that mean you're losing? Yeah, and then on <laughs> top of it, it's like we've seen some records saying that the the death, uh, you know, in this war has been very like misconceived. Uh, that it's actually a lot more Ukrainians dying than what they had said there were. Uh, and then yeah. on top of it, like what, what you're saying, it's just it, the whole thing is, it, why are we sending money if they're doing such a great job? Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? And that's like, the thing is like if you're tricking people, if you're doing this big, yeah. uh, you know, kind of movie play <clears throat> and you're trying to say Ukraine's winning, all that stuff, like what would put it past you yeah. for them to blow up their own dam and blame yeah. it on Russia? True that. Uh, can you go back to that article real fast that Greg brought? I want to point something out real quick. It, it, Look at the name who wrote this. What a great man name, dude. It's Guy Falkenbridge. Yeah, dude. What a name. That sounds like something out of a Marvel universe. Where's Scro- his scroll name? up. Scroll My up. name is Guy Falkenbridge. Right I'm here to report Guy the news, huh? Falkenbridge. <laughs> it's such an aggressive name, yeah, dude. It sounds like a superhero. Damn. Literally. Damn. Damn. Uh no, Damn. I, I think it's uh, listen, I, I you know, I'm not trying to dive into the uh war scenario. Um but I do think, like, when you start talking about nuclear plants, it kind of starts to raise up the antennas a little bit because I feel like it could be used. Uh, and this is where I'll leave it. I feel like it can be a, a talking point in the next couple of weeks where they say, shit, this is wow. not under control like we thought it was. And now it becomes a national thing. And, hey, we need to, We actually need to have more money go over there because this could turn out to be Chernobyl-like. Mm, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, it's a selling point for cash. Well, dude, and that was, that was actually a selling point a couple months ago when the Ukrainian forces were pretty much putting all of their army around nuclear ports and it and like they were saying Russia is going to attack the Ukrainian forms or the Ukrainian army. They're all at the nuclear bases so they could actually uh, take out some of the nuclear bases. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And it's like yep. it is kind of um, that crooked part of warfare where you go, OK, I'm going to go stand by a nuclear reactor, and if they want to take me out, they're going to have to blow up this fucking reactor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but also you, like, want to protect those because they're a huge— and This was, like, this is the largest power plant in Europe. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why it, it, it's a pretty significant thing to talk about because this is supposedly one of the largest power plants in Europe, if not the largest power plant. But if you're, if you're Ukraine, mm-hmm. and let's just say, like, you have nothing to lose— you could say you know that. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're going. Hey, if I'm going to die, uh, I'm going to take this whole fucking ship down with me. Well, I mean, you're going to protect it. It's in. It's you know. It's supposedly your territory, even though that's debatable, right? But it's supposedly your territory. I mean, I think it's like foolish because if they just go in there and start taking over the power plant, now they have control of uh, of an avenue of energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's a huge loss for them. So you're going to defend it. But the problem is, is to your point, Greg. It's such a uh, detrimental thing that, like, if it was, you know, to explode, it would be tragic mm-hmm. for everybody around. So it's kind of this weird catch-22 of, like, I know what you're saying, but how do you not defend it, right? If that was one of ours, we would have military around it trying to defend it as well. Because you certainly yeah. don't want them controlling that energy. For sure. And, and But I'm just saying, like, it limits the military response. So it limits yeah. Russia from sending over a missile. Like, they have to send men. Like you have to do hand to hand combat down there. Well, I mean, you just reactor. can't hit the where the reactor is. You know, what I mean, so if there are people inside, yeah. but you know, you could have you could destroy the area around it. You know what I'm saying? But you just can't hit that area where the where the reactors are. And I, I don't know where that is. It's always like in the it's always like in those movies when they are like 
shooting. I think there was actually one, a scene like that in the movie. You ever see the movie Broken Arrow? Mm, with yes. John Travolta. Love, loved it. That's a, such a, yeah, such a good I've... movie. And he's, they're like having a shootout, and he's like, stop shooting at the nuclear warhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good old John Travolta. Oh, gosh. Man, I think Christian Slater was in that. Yeah, he was, yeah. I don't rem- Yeah, I don't think I remember that. But you don't remember that? I, I mean, I've, I've probably one. seen it. I just, I can't put a, I can't put an image to it. It's like he's, uh, they crash land uh, like a jet holding mm. a nuclear weapon, and then it, it's, but it's John Travolta's character trying to steal it and yeah. like hold it for ransom yeah. and stuff. They crash it on purpose so that yeah. way they can steal it. Uh, I bet somebody wishes they had Steven Seagal over here or maybe like a, you know, I don't know, name any old action. You know, they can they can stop this nuclear. Nicholas like Rambo? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Rambo would stop this for <laughs> sure. Chuck Norris. Single-handed. Yeah, send Chuck Norris Chuck to Norris. Well, the war would be over if Chuck Norris got there. You know what I'm saying? Like the Russians <laughs> exactly. would just stop. They'd say we can't fight this, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck just lands on a pl- <laughs> land, like takes one step off a plane, and goes. Yeah. I said enough, enough. <laughs> Stomps yeah. his foot, and the whole war stops. He just sticks his finger in the in the fucking hole from the uh, you know from the missile, and just stops all of it from you know, no problems at all, dude. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> yeah, God, dude. No, it's a, it's a serious story uh, <laughs> right now, obviously, and this is war. Uh, unfortunately, and I'm not I'm not taking sides right now. Uh, but this is part of war. This is the unfortunate shit that, like, whoever yeah. did it yeah. doesn't take away from the fact that there are villages and small cities that are getting fucking destroyed. But it right would now. be really fucked up if Ukraine did it to themselves. It, yeah, I would not be. Sh- I would not be I w- shocked. I would because, like, like the article said, it blew it from the inside. Yeah, that granted, was a- if that was an, an area controlled by Russia, then they would be able to get inside. True, but why would they also flood out themselves? Um, to make it look optics. like Russia did it to them yeah, so optics. they can get more money? No, yeah, if Russia optics. already had control of that area, why would they flood themselves? Oh, because, for sure, yeah. Well, because I yeah, I think that there's optics to it, and you could say the same thing with Ukraine, right? They could say, like, they destroyed it. We, we have control. They destroyed it. You guys need to quit You know, saying that Ukraine's some savior. They're killing people as we speak mm-hmm. right now. So there's there's yep. optic on, on both sides. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. It's interesting. Uh, it's something to keep your eye on because anytime nuclear power plant and that kind of stuff, man, you got to keep your eye on that shit. Oh, yeah. And it could be a turning point if it does get to a point where they're concerned about the plant. That, that's where I'll leave it. So, yeah. It's uh, uh, fear-mongering, that's for sure. For sure, man. What do you got? Uh, I, I do want to kind of provide an update on this FBI document oh, that yeah. uh, James Comer and sure. uh, the House committee is trying to receive and kind of go over that FD-1023 or whatever the yeah, hell Yeah, I seen him come out yesterday and do that little speech after their mm-hmm. hearing yeah. or whatever. Yep. So I got an article, and I also bookmarked the video of him speaking it, but uh, or speaking about it. FBI confirmed that the document alleging Biden engaged in $5 million bribery scheme is from a highly credible informant. Okay, so James Comer on Monday said that the FBI again refused to hand over the Biden bribery document. But he also said that he reviewed the key document as well and asked the FBI to hand over the record to the custody of the House Oversight so that others can review it as he continues this investigation into the Biden crime family. Um, But here's the here's the deal. It's like he came out and what he said is that the informant is a highly credible informant who's been working for the FBI for years, made like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So just listen to what he says on this um, bookmark Twitter video. It's very interesting. So it gives some clout to the the informant, the whistleblower. Yeah. FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI generated record has not been disproven 
and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and, frankly, lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. Given the severity and complexity of the allegations contained within this record, Congress must investigate further. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demand answers, transparency, and accountability. The investigation is not dead. This is only the beginning. Okay. Mm. I noticed his hair, like that comb job is nuts, bro. He starts from the very back of his head and combs straight down. Like it's like a oh, Trump-esque almost, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, he's um, trying to cover up some stuff, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, man. Like we talked well, a little about it before the show, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah, the, the important part is that that um, confidential human source, the CHS, goes back even into the Obama administration. Okay? So we're talking about this guy has been trusted by the Obama administration, FBI. Yeah. We're still using him. And so it's like, okay, well, if you didn't trust him back then, like, why why would we not trust this guy? You know? That's yeah. the question. Yeah, if he's been trusted with information through several uh, presidencies and several FBI arrangements of whoever's in charge or anything like that, and you've been continuously paying him for information this whole time, why all yeah. of a sudden, if you were on what, the other side of this, would he not be credible? What I could see, though, and I did think about this, is the Mike Lindell effect. <clears throat> Remember when he came out with his symposium and it fell flat? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he, he claimed all of these things about voter fraud and all this stuff, and he, he claimed that he had all this evidence, but you find out that the chief um, provider of all of the evidence was some sort of informant or was paid to lie. Mm. Right? So it's like the information that Mike Lindell was putting out was not correct. Yeah. And it made him look like a liar. And so now, or at least not a liar, but just in, inept in what he was trying to sell the public, right? So now what I could see is maybe they're trying to buy this whistleblower to set up a story just to knock it down. You know what I mean? Kind of like well, the Mike Lindell thing. Well, then you'd have to go back and you'd have to like look at the documentation on what information has been given from this informant that has led to actual results. Then you could be like, okay, well, the information Not necessarily. Is you you could you could totally um disconnect his past and what he's done with for the previous administrations. Like, what if he's an Obama loyalist? And Obama's team came up to him and said, hey, look, we want you to go out there and say you got all this information on Biden. And then we'll, we're going to set it up and they're going to investigate it. They're going to come out with all these allegations. But then you're going to have to come out and say, hey, look, I lied on this, this and this. And then we'll just knock the whole fucking thing down. They don't even have just to do a waste that. Of time. Mm -hmm. They don't even have to come out and say that, Greg, because they have this like, you know, anonymity to them. They don't have to share who they are and shit. Yeah. And you even saw with that one uh, informant who they said. 
yeah, we don't know where he's at. He's actually a spy, you know, and that's what spies do is they just take off. So they give you information yeah. and you never hear from him again. Like this man could literally just stop speaking yeah, and they could just use what they have. But I'm not as sold, honestly, for me personally. I'm not like, yes, he worked for the FBI for a long time. That shows that he worked there. Um, well, he didn't really work there. They just bought information. He worked him. for him. Yeah, he was an, an informant. Sure. Um, I mean, it doesn't, to me, it's it's not like, I need more than that still. You know, like, it's a positive that he was an informant or worked with the FBI. But, like, I mean, don't we kind of realize that most white whistleblowers, they are. <laughs> Freudian slip there. White whistleblowers. Most, most white blowers. <laughs> uh, don't, don't most of them work in the field that they say they work in? You know what I mean? Like, or that they're talking about. I mean, we have another article later that's going to be about UFOs. Same situation. The guy was, you know, in the in the Navy. He clearly worked for that. Um, I mean, is that shocking that he spent 15 years or 10 years working with them? I mean, does that surprise you? No. I mean, but it, it, I mean, no, it's but... not surprising. But the fact that he was trusted with information for so long kind of gives it some credibility, right? Well, I mean, well, the, FBI, I don't the FBI know. has 37,000 employees. Most have some form of clearance, right? And all yeah. of those aren't just like democrat republican or good or bad you know what i mean like they're a whole concoction. but yeah but just because you're an informant doesn't mean like i said doesn't mean you work for the fbi it doesn't mean you have clearance they're exactly. just buying information from you yeah exactly but i'm saying you can still do your job and like give good information to the fbi for all these years and get paid to do so yeah. and still like all of a sudden yeah. decide to lie well lie? so now here's here's that's my what uh, that's what we're <clears throat> talking about i have like, a question it, about like what does the whistleblower gain from this Besides, like, mm-hmm. oh, integrity and clout and all of this, you know, like fluff and stuff. Like, you're an FBI mm-hmm. whistleblower, but you're also a paid informant mm-hmm. for over 10 years. I'm assuming you like what you're doing because you've done it for 10 years. Sure. So what do you have? What is the incentive for this, for you to become a whistleblower? I don't know. I mean, it's not recognition because I, I don't know that they'll ever even show who this person is. Right. So you know? that's where I was like saying, what if they were paid by the opposite side to set this whole story up and then they come out and say, hey, guess what? We find out that's fake news, bro. There's that. Or, I mean, in, there, that isn't an, an option. I mean, that's yeah. obviously a possibility. And to, to Chris's point, like there's also the possibility that like he wants to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And Because we've seen people say like, hey, listen, I, I get I got paid well from this job, but. I can't continue to do this because it's fucking, it's a lie and it's going to hurt something X, Y, and Z. And so yeah. you just stop. Yeah. So they're, they're, those they're, are the two I mean, avenues. there are honest people out there. There are some, yeah. There's people that, ha- like, true. you have a conscience, bro. Yeah. You know, like, there, there's a guy I just watched who, like, murdered somebody 14 years ago and just walked into the police station and said, I killed somebody 14 years ago and just started bawling. Like, people live with certain things and they, they can't live with them for so long. And so maybe that's what it is. But to Greg's point, uh, there's a good chance that he... Could be spewing false information to kind of lead down a different path. Yeah. Now the document is another thing, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have the whistleblower. Okay, whatever. Like this guy could be lying, but the document is there. It's, it's real. Un- it's unclassified, mm-hmm. and it's proof of something happened. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. So we just gotta observe that. I like the whistleblower thing. Like I just don't trust whistleblowers. I don't either. Well, I mean. Y- Yes and no. I mean, obviously, like, the document actually existing and being real, and Comer looked at it himself, 
like gives even more credibility that the whistleblower was just like, yeah, this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the two go hand in hand because the whistleblower right? isn't the one isn't giving information. He's at this on this case at least. He's just saying, yeah, there's a document that I have seen that portrays this is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it alleges that the Joe Biden. So it's really just the there was a document found, and he's not really giving secret information. It's just tough when there's no like. Listen, I understand that for the protection of the person, right? That like you have to keep them secret, at mm-hmm. least to the the public and stuff. Because I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of uh, agents know who this guy is or have heard who it was. You know, I mean, people Maybe. on the inside yeah. have heard who it was. So I understand that keeping somebody safe and their family safe is very, very important. But at the same time, when you can just say stuff and not face a consequence for it, right? So if I just come out and say I'm an informant. And I start, you know, granted, there was a real document, right? But mm-hmm. let's say in other examples, and I start saying things, and we've seen this with the Trump era, where quote-unquote informants are just making claims that he's doing X, Y, and Z and saying shit on the phone. Yeah. Um, you don't face any consequences. Nobody sees who you are. So you could be lying out your teeth, and at the end of the day, they'll be mad at you, but the world won't know that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And so I, there's part of me that wishes that, hey, in order to come out, you have to, if you have the balls to step up and say, this is going on behind closed door. Maybe you should have the balls to say, I'm willing to show my face, just like victims of yeah. crime, mm-hmm. you know, when they go to court yep. and they show their face in court. It's a yeah. huge statement. Yeah. Well, and it actually probably would protect you a lot more, too, because people would, you, your face, your name, like if you're a dude, whistleblower, good point. I think that's why yeah, Zach, you, Zach Voorhees came out, because yeah. he's like, dude, I went against Google, yeah. and I wanted to make sure my face and my name's out there so people know that, hey, I'm alive. And if anything happens to me, don't know. It'll be investigated. You know what I mean? Dude, great point. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah, yeah. yeah People might... know who you are. They'll notice if you're missing. Yeah, because and <sighs> there ahead. is a story right now, like Anna Polina Luna, right, the hot ass fucking congresswoman. Sure, she's saying that uh, the FBI whistleblower is afraid of their life being taken from them. Yeah. Right? Well, why so, wouldn't so you? They're, they're scared. Exactly. Right. So that's my point too. Yeah. Is like, what does this person have to gain from this? You know, you work for the FBI. Like as an informant, mm-hmm. you're going against the Biden administration, who admittedly has like deep state coverage within the FBI. Yeah, they probably know who you are because you've been there for ten years. I mean, this is limiting the amount of uh, employees that you can uh, filter this down to. Yeah, and so now it's like, um, why would you not just come out and just be like, hey, yes, I'm the guy, and you know, yeah. I'm in protective custody. You know, if anything happens to me, it's not of my doing. Uh, you're right. I, I don't know why. Uh, why you wouldn't do that? And that's the thing is, like, if he was just an informant, and wasn't actually on the FBI payroll. Well, and that's the, they could easily get rid of him. The only way that would the other way would work too is is not giving up your identity. Is how if they didn't know who the whistleblower was, there would no be no way of actually finding you. Because they don't know but you wouldn't is. you wouldn't disclose any information like that. The fact that they came out saying that he was highly credible and been working for the FBI for 10 years. Yeah, you I, would I never I, say that. Yeah, I grant, there's probably limited people that are like that. So you have like a list of, OK, who has been an informant for the last 10 years? Yeah. Who yeah. had access to these? It's documents. like, guess who? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does your player have brown hair? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You, you basically knock down all the blondes. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, uh, now all the brown people are remaining, or brown haired <laughs> people are remaining. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was Whoops. that? And now all the brown people remain. <laughs> <laughs> brown haired people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I said white. You say brown. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got. Uh, hey, man. There we go. Uh, I I think it's listen. It's a, you know on a realistic format. I think this is a good step forward. I told Chris before the show. I said, I don't, I'm not like putting a lot on this shit. Like they're saying like 
it's real. I'm like, well, anytime I hear like informant or, you know, a secret person or something, it just kind of throws up a, like, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just say what you have at this point. You're not sharing information about this guy. So I don't care. So it's a good step in the right direction to continue looking into this. Um, it, you know, Chris, a couple of days ago, you said like they, the the uh, FBI actually gave up the document. They didn't. They just said that you can come view it. Like they said they were going. Remember, they said if you want to see it, you have to come here. Well, he yeah, he viewed it. it himself, so he has it in their hand yes. in their possession now. So they didn't give up the document. They're still fighting for that for everybody yeah. to see. But they said it's if still, you want to see still, it, yeah. So Comer went to the FBI mm-hmm. building and viewed the document, and then left the building and yeah. left the document inside of the yeah. building. And so. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. If it's unclassified, like, I don't really understand the issue. Here. Whistleblower is one step above anonymous source to me. It, it, yeah, it is. Uh, to Some people would argue that, but I agree with you, man, 100%. Uh, it's yeah. just like, okay, well, what did the anonymous source say? And then what can you do to prove that source is accurate? And so mm-hmm. that's the same situation we're in now. Like, just because he worked with the FBI doesn't mean that he's immediately legitimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some mm-hmm. crooked fucking... We've seen this in history. Crime people that do stuff for the FBI that you wouldn't trust with your child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. So, at the same time, it's like, it's good. It's a positive step forward. But, like, that doesn't just immediately say, this guy's a great guy, and we should trust everything he says. That, that to me, that doesn't mean that. But it does call for more. So, what do you think happens with the whole contempt of Congress thing that they're doing on Thursday? Um, Nothing. I did... It's either Ray is going to get fired or he's not. And I don't think that they have any grounds to fire Ray. Because I looked up what actually happens if someone someone is held in contempt of Congress. And it can either refer to refer the case to the U.S. attorney for a possible indictment or have the, the witness detained by the sergeant at arms. The, so the U.S. The latter is attorney really general? Uh, I think so, yeah. So, I mean, that's Merrick Garland. You think Merrick yeah. Garland's going to get rid of Ray? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think and so. And then if, uh, no. do, 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 what did it say here? That last part right there, each contempt of Congress count yeah. is reportedly punishable by one month to one year behind bars and a fine of, are you ready for this fine? A hundred dollars yeah. to a $100,000. Oh, yeah. what yeah. the window? Like a traffic ticket is more than a hundred bucks, guys. Come yeah. on, man. Like a hundred dollars. Ray, can you imagine? Give me a hundred bucks. Let's call it good. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind yeah. of ridiculous, right? That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind I of. Mean, ridiculous. I mean, it probably all depends on what you're they're kind of lying about, obviously. But oh man, like if you if you lied about an address or something, obviously they're not going to find you a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, Dude, I, I get you. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Since we're we're talking about whistleblowers, you guys want to talk about the next whistleblower? Yeah, the UFO. Man. Yeah, I think it's actually, um, you know. It's interesting. It's you know, it's kind of like what we've talked about before. But you have a guy coming out saying that he knows more than others. So yeah. go ahead, Greg. What, what's your say? I got a different article than you. So well, so this is from Tim Cass. This says intelligence whistleblower says U.S. government has retrieved craft of new non-human origin. Yeah, hmm. kind of. Yeah, we. I mean, we've, right? we've heard this before. So right? this is David Charles Grush. He's a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, NGA, Mm -hmm. uh, is acting as a whistleblower and says the information on these programs has been illegally withheld from Congress. And his disclosures reveal that for decades, the U.S. government acting in concert with allies and defense contractors has recovered intact vehicles and partially intact vehicles, quote, of exotic origin, non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin. 
based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures. Mm. Wow. But yeah, you, we have heard this before because there's a bookmark video that I have of Tucker Carlson back in 2020, June or uh, July of 2020, where he's saying, um, yeah, we, we have this evidence now of this report where we have these crafts that humans didn't make or they're not of this earth, unquote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. So kind of like uh, Bob Lazar shit, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Except Bob Lazar actually said he worked on them. Like was working. Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Um, so you have the video here? Yeah. Yes. This is this is from July 2020. This is Tucker Carlson when he was talking about the disclosure of a, a craft that they found. The Pentagon was talking about something not of this earth. And that was a quote. This is a Fox News alert. There are new findings tonight in the search for extraterrestrial life. The New York Times reporting that a secretive Pentagon unit tasked with investigating UFO sightings is quite likely releasing some of its findings soon. And those findings could be stunning, particularly for people who have doubted the existence. So we've looked at this before. The Pentagon has been conducting classified hearings on UFOs for more than a decade. This is just a reminder. know very little about what they found. Okay. But apparently just recovered are off-world yeah, vehicles not made on this earth. That's a direct right quote. We're not exactly so, sure what they mean yeah, by you that. You can stop it. You he, can stop it. He just, off, so, off-world vehicles Jesus, not made up. this earth. fuck out. Yeah, he, he uh, is just, so what you're saying is he's uh, admitting that there is an agency that's looking into this, right? Um, this whistleblower? No, Tucker is just uh, reiterating that there is like this agency that's checking this stuff out. Yeah, I actually deleted the article that I initially had for oh. this, uh, so we'll just use what Greg has. But so this guy comes out and says what? Like that he's he's worked for this. Uh, was it the Air Force? Uh, yeah, he said that the UFO programs have been concealed within multiple agencies nesting unidentified aerial phenomenon activities in conventional secret access programs, SAPs, mm-hmm. without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't aware that like. This stuff, like the black budget activities, needed to be reported to oversight authorities, like at all. Uh, I don't know if they all do. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's some secret shit going around, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's well, some that's money the that's point back of it, door. right? Yeah. You know, the black budget's there to be secretive. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I, I saw the interview with the guy, and he was uh, basically saying that, like, he wasn't all into this until he had other other ranking members coming to him saying like no we definitely have them they're there 100 percent." he's like i started getting more and more people and then uh he was asked by who, whoever is interviewing at the this was the one from just yesterday day before and uh yeah i mean he just said that people were coming to him and they were making claims and uh he said are you know do they have bodies and he said <clears throat> well if you have a crash thing then obviously you'd find a uh, deceased pilot as well and we do have those even though it's shocking oh. to hear so, I mean, you they know, it's one of those things. Bodies. Yeah, man. I mean, it's... well, so in this article is uh, so you have this David Spurgle. He's the chair of the study group and former member of the NASA Advisory Council. So he says, quote, to make the claim that we've seen something that is evidence of non-human intelligence, it would require extraordinary evidence. Yeah. OK. Yeah. He says, and we have not seen that. I think that's important to make clear. 
But there was uh, right below this, it says evidence submitted by Grush to Congress uh, and the ICIG would directly contradict public statements made by numerous U.S. officials who have consistently maintained the government has no knowledge of vehicles mm. of non-human origins. That's interesting. And so that that's what I want to see, right? Same thing with the last, last whistleblower we were just talking about. It's easy to come out and say that X, Y, and Z is happening, but until you actually show and we see some evidence that it is real, it's hard to, like, take it very far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we've already had this, millions of people have had this discussion already. You know what I'm saying? That the government's hiding something. This guy's coming out seemingly affirming that, but if he has documents that proves that people are lying, because he said that in the interview, that this is a huge lie to the, the American people and the people of the world, yeah, um, and that we have the right to know this kind of stuff. If it exists, well, if there's is government agencies that have this kind of stuff, wh- why would why would they tell this David Spurgle guy who sits on NASA? Why is he it, on it, NASA? It, it, he was formerly he was, of okay, a NASA guy. Yeah. Like why why would he be included if he's not part of that branch that obviously has this stuff? I, I think so the way I don't, he worded I don't it know was like friends. Is. I yeah. know, but that that's why you say we have not seen that. Well, yeah, NASA may not have seen that stuff, but that doesn't mean there are other factions of secret stuff in the government that have hmm. that's that is partially yeah exactly. i can see that i can see that yeah and that's why uh this grush whistleblower is uh speaking about the black budgets um you know the debrief spoke so the debrief is from this article right yeah or originally where this article came from spoke with multiple professional associates of grush who vouched for his credibility reiterating that the evidence of the materials from craft of non-human origin being hidden in top Twitter. secret black Looking programs is a highly sensitive matter. Um, I want Chris to like try to find his, see if there's like a clip from his uh, interview on Twitter here, like Grush, G-R-U-S-C-H, because um, there was some pretty interesting stuff. And and to be fair, um, he actually was out doing interviews and shit, right? So, you know, the whole principle of like, you look like a crazy person if you talk about this kind of stuff. He's kind of yeah. putting himself out there to like come across as Yeah, he's the actually crazy showing guy. his face on He stuff, is showing his face. Uh, no, there's like a... I, I don't know if you'll see it. Yeah, go down. I think that this one is here. This one? Yeah, let's see what this It's only 26 seconds. Let's see what this clip is here. I have no idea what it is, but let's find it. This was the interview. News Nation. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles. You know, Call it spacecraft, if you will. Uh, it's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no oh, kidding. Boy. Non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed we have spacecraft from another species we do yeah How that's some pretty confident <laughs> quite a number quite a number of them actually i don't know man he seems kind of well listen i mean you never know here's People a different I'll, I'll say this uh to the like i said a minute ago to the point of what we had just talked about right um he's he has his face out there um he could make money from this so you have to take that into consideration, right? All these interviews, he's an insider. He can get some money for these interviews. So there is possible cash, you know what I'm saying, some enrichment of himself. And at the same time, though, if you really did work for NASA or were on the board for so many years, you were also a veteran for X amount of years. Um, you have well, So friends. this guy didn't work for NASA. Oh, this is not. The, so the, the other guy the was. Grush, so this yeah, dude. David Spurgle did. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Does your article say what he was? Because in mine, I thought it said that he was. <clears throat> it wasn't NASA. And that's why when you said NASA. Yeah, I he's a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. And he's a national, uh, also a veteran of the National Reconnaissance Office. Okay. So NGA and NRO. But it said he was highly decorated. 
This Grush guy. Yeah, this Grush guy. So what my point is, is yes, you can get some enrichment from this by doing interviews, right? But at the same time, if you were lying, you're tarnishing your name that you've been working at your most of your, I imagine most of his career, correct? So like, what, you know, would that be worth it to have a little bit of cash in the next couple of days doing interviews to have your whole name tarnished going forward? Because he doesn't look that old. I, I don't know if I've ever heard of uh, whistleblowers getting paid to do interviews, but I mean, maybe somebody would pay him to disclose information. Well, I mean, if you have an exclusive interview, like, yes, yeah. so you can get paid for that. Absolutely. You know, mm. be the only one to like, talk about we, it. We want an exclusive in- interview from you. We'll give you $50,000 if you okay. come do yeah. an interview only yeah. with us. I just don't know. It, it just, again, this is a long ways away from finding out what's going on. Like, what do you, how do you handle this, uh, like, going forward? Like, he says that he has this information. Do you actually have a hearing about it? Uh, is it actually brought up in seriousness? Or, let's be real, uh, is this take a backseat to the Biden situation? That's, you know, obviously taking up a lot of the, the hearings and stuff right now. Well, dude, and that's what I wanted to say is, like, this stuff, this UFO stuff is not going away. No, right. No, so no, they, they're keeping this stuff in the news seemingly for a reason. And I think it's a distraction away from the Bidens and the corruption that all of this other stuff is coming out about. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe. But I mean, the UFO stuff has been in the news for decades. But yeah. right now, it's like they're trickling it along. Like all of a sudden, we have this whistleblower who's saying we have non human craft. You know, there's no evidence yet. <clears throat> right. You just have these whistleblowers in the claim. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going head and head with the whistleblowers over at Biden. Like, we don't have the document yet, but yep. we have the whistleblower statements and all this stuff. Yeah, my only combative remark to that would be, like, we love UFOs, right? We love the idea behind them and the, the discussion about it, whether they're real, fake, all that stuff, right? I mean, we really enjoy it, and yet we still talk about what's going on with, like, the Biden situation. You know, yeah. like, it doesn't have to be a one and all. Um, yeah. So a yeah. distraction to me seems like, it's not a great distraction because we're talking about it now, but tomorrow when something comes out about Biden, for example, if it if it did, we would be immediately talking about that. And most people are fascinated with UFOs, and whether you believe them or not, they're fascinating. And so the idea is is that they'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, we need to know more about that. But that doesn't mean they're going to be like, no, no, don't talk about Biden. I'm fully interested in UFOs, only UFOs. <laughs> that's why, like, to me, unless it's like an invasion – which I know you brought yeah. up before. Like, I, I don't... The blue beam, bro. <sighs> well, so and that's the thing is, like, as yeah. soon as the big C little V ended, mm-hmm. we had this Russia-Ukraine war, and it just went back to back. Just like yeah. with uh, Trump's impeachment, when that ended, it went right into big C little V. And so it's like you have these major events bleeding into another major event. And so I'm wondering if we're going to have some sort of alien event, UFO event, that will be the next big kind of... Yeah, you know, bleeding into the next big event, or or are we contradicting like what we even think, right? Like to a sense, like when when twenty twenty happened, right, and going forward, we've discussed multiple times, all of us, that like people started to look into things more, mm-hmm. they started to question things more, and now that that's over, right, the whole COVID era kind of is seemingly over. Um, isn't that what we talked about people doing is like looking into things in other areas that may be questionable. So wouldn't this just show that there's progression of people going, you know what, if that was a lie, um, well, yeah. what about the UFO situation? Yeah, and well, all of a sudden there's a, there's a need for it and people want kind to. Kind of once, once you're on the pursuit of information, you don't stop being on the pursuit of yeah, information. Yeah, there's rabbit holes you're always going down. Yeah. So I, it's not shocking that whether it was UFOs or whether it was, you know, what Russia d- does or anything that people yeah, continue down I, that path. 
For sure. I would say that this constitutes like a little bit higher um, origin of just not just people digging themselves and like being an investigative kind of mode, like mm-hmm. the public. Like these are whistleblowers who actually work with intelligence agencies. They work with um, geospatial intelligence agencies. They work on a national level. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess like maybe you could have those people going through like this awakening process, I guess, where they're like, oh, yeah. um, we should like be exposing this stuff. You know? I, I wonder I'm, if it's going to be like, what if it's not like a, everyone's talking about like they're going to fake like an alien invasion? They're just hoping that the uh, the realization that it's that it is a real thing is a big enough kind of thing. Disclosure, of yeah, it. Well, like me... a huge fucking like. I mean, what would the the majority of the population? Re- how would they react to actual aliens and spaceships being here, like actually being real, and it's not just this, this some fun thing we see in the movies? Yeah, I think let, it would be big, dude. Let me give an analogy real quick. Just because last night I was I was looking because you guys know I collect baseball cards and stuff, right? And I was looking at grading systems. This does make sense to this, trust me. <laughs> they, there was an interview that I watched with one of the grading companies, okay? And they were talking about people cutting cards and, like, cleaning cards and cutting them to make them better oh, okay. and having them graded. And there's, like, this huge thing about, like, that is a huge no-no. Like, they should be original, authentic, right? And the guy who works for the company came out and said, our standard is we we will we throw those out immediately. We don't grade them because we don't want those on the market. But he said, as far as like polishing cards and cleaning them, he said, if the the movement, the card trading community decides that they're okay with it, that we would actually consider changing the rule and allowing that to happen. Mm. Now, why do I say that? Because to, to what I'm trying to say, if more people in the public are acknowledging this and looking into it and okay with it and understanding that it is possible and it is real to them, then maybe the maybe these people are going, hey, this is a good time to release this information because mm-hmm. now finally, because what was the argument? The, the the argument has always been, to Chris's point, that the 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 average person is not going to be okay with the idea that we're not alone in this universe, yeah. and so there was a fear concern that people would, you know, the world would just explode with crime and stuff because they, you know, and, and religion would lose itself and all this other crap. But if people are actually saying like, no, I actually believe that there's aliens out there. Then it makes it easier to come out with this information and feel like you're not destroying, you know, what the is built on this yeah. earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's yeah, that's like uh, like you're uh, programming people through culture and through ideas and through movies and through music and all this stuff, right? So you're you're saying okay, uh, you're introducing the idea. It just same thing with transgenderism, dude. It's like you're introducing this idea that leads down a road to where, like. What what will the end of transgenderism bring? You know, some some people argue that pedophilia will be wrapped up inside of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, no, I don't, I don't know. I can see that, but then I can't. I, see, but this, like, <clears throat> what I don't understand and what I'm having a hard time with, and this isn't just exclusive to, like, UFO conversation, right? For decades, people have been saying, why will the government not start talking about this? It's a very important thing. There's documentation that it exists. Mm -hmm. There's people taking video. There's people that are eyewitnesses. There are people in the government. There's, there's uh, actual bases around the world that has had issues with, you know, UFOs flying over nuclear bases. Right. And then when the government does come out and say, yeah, we do have this video that we have and we don't know what this is. Then everybody goes, ah, 
psyop man this is all you know the government this is the big plan i don't understand like do you want the government to acknowledge it or do you not mm-hmm. want them to acknowledge it mm. because the well, minute that they yeah. do everybody says it's a fake alien invasion man this is a huge cover-up it's a huge like they're just trying yeah. to t- you know and it's like what do you want well, exactly and then to your point though as far as like are people ready for this or are they they not ready for this like in this article it says separately or separately, Nick Pope, a former head of the UFO office of the UK's Ministry of Defense, agreed, telling the Post, some objections to the study and release of the information about non-human vehicles are due to people believing the craft are demonic. Quote, their belief seems to be studying UFOs would thus give energy to attention-seeking demons, which should be avoided. This view comes in part from biblical uh, description of Satan as, quote, the prince of power of the air. Well, and, and here's the truth. I, I think with religion. I've never heard that. Yeah, I haven't either. But That he's the prince of the power of the air? Me neither. But at I the same time, so. like anything, I mean, we know this, right? Like I have nothing against religion. I think it's a positive thing when done right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but you also understand that like anytime something comes up, like there are certain factions of society that just says like this is demonic, satanic. Mm-hmm. Um, if it if it doesn't really fit that. And, and, and especially wrong with that. religious people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. You know, if an alien was to come here, and let's say the government eventually said, yes, God dang it, we have fucking 20 UFOs, and we have <laughs> 15 <dang>. bodies. <laughs> you made me say it. Like, uh, I can't hold it in the Sally. cat's out of the bag now, that whole thing. <laughs> Spill the beans. Uh, they could come out and say, like, yeah, like we, you know, hypothetical, obviously. They could say, like, this is the region of the universe that they come from. This mm-hmm. is how long they've been in existence. This is what their technology is. Do you think that would suffice religious people from saying, like, oh, this is a demon? Or would they consider it a demon still? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because you're talking about spiritual when you're talking about devil and demons here. Um, so yeah. if you ha- if you have an origin, like does that? I think they would that? trust the they would trust the Bible over human being. Hundred percent. So if if yeah. the Bible is saying one thing, <clears throat> that's going to be their source of truth. Yeah. And if a human being comes out and tries to convince them otherwise, then that person is either acting yeah. under the the uh, the force of or in favor of the demonic force. Yeah. Hmm. And I get it. We we have followers that that believe that for sure. Uh, we've we've heard it, uh, and, and I and no one knows, right? Like it's there's no way to prove it or anything. But it would be interesting to me. Uh, you know what I'm predicting right now? Oh, you're making a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Is this like a bet? Uh, Are we? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to give an actual like time frame. Smart but, move. But I am going to say sometime in the near future, I can imagine us having a huge. Uh, technological and industrial revolution again. Mm, okay. And I say that based on like just what people have said. Like they've been coming out with this stuff more and more. We have this technology. We have all this stuff. We have all this stuff. And then you have people like like Trump on his campaign saying we're going to have these highly advanced cities that they're going to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might. Like t- what? What makes you think all of a sudden now we're just going to have highly advanced cities? Unless you you know stuff is being held back that we're going to capitalize on later yeah flying cars i mean i i feel like it's a kind of a reach a little bit because i feel like we could have highly advanced cities right now just like with the like the technology that we have it's just it's not used in cities the way that we use like personal yeah, but i mean just look at the last like industrial revolution it went from like fucking wagons and shit 
to the way we're driving around now real quick. Sure. But it also like the technology boom with like the internet and how that all progressed was a very fast yeah, advance. That's what I'm saying. So if, the ball, if that what I'm technology saying. actually started getting released that they have been on hold but this wh- whole time, the, the amount, the, the pace in which that's going to affect everyday life is going to be insane. Mm. It depends. Yeah. See, that, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I would just say they've had some of these things for decades and there's already some people out there in the world arguing that, like, you know, the reason we have fiber optics is because of spacecraft. Yeah. You know, the, the, there's crashes, and all of a sudden we have this new yeah, technology. And you, and that you was, think they've had yeah. this for decades, so they've they've been able to take reverse it and, and implement it into sure. things we can use every I day. I just I think like we've already done that. I, I believe that we already done that in oh. a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Now, propulsion is something that I don't know yet if they've, if that's real. It has to be all real, right? We're talking strictly that there are UFOs. Yeah. Um, you know, Bob Lazar coming out saying like they were trying to reverse engineer propulsion. Yeah. And obviously, if they could figure out how that worked, uh, anti-gravity machines and stuff would be game changing for power. Right? Because if you have a whole force that now you have anti-gravity vehicles that literally can zip all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um no one's touching that on this earth. You know what I'm saying? If you were the first to have it and the only to have it, you would dominate this earth, <laughs> literally. So yeah. I don't know well, that dude, we have I that. Feel like, I feel like UFOs are our government's black budget projects, and I feel like we have that propulsion technology available, and I don't know what it uses, but if it's anti-gravity and it doesn't require gasoline or very little, I mean, you're talking about getting rid of a major energy market. <clears throat> Electricity, gas, I mean, all of that, you wouldn't need that if you had this propulsion thing. I mean, maybe electricity, but... No, but you could end up building, like, a generator that runs off that propulsion system. Exactly, right. So gasoline goes bye-bye. You have a bunch of big wigs that make a shitload of money off that, so you'd have to introduce that smartly where people aren't just trying to kill you because it's like... But most people would... take away their family fortune. Yeah, most people would accept it though, right? If you actually had a form of energy that worked, unless you're the one making, unless you're the, the one that making it, yeah, it's the same yeah. with uh, you know the wood industry compared to hemp. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like what they say about certain products to keep it from you know the sugar industry put a lot of money into having people you know gulp down sugar, you know, to make a lot of money, even though it's bad for you technically, right? Yeah. So I I get it, <laughs> but like if you're talking about clean energy and they have that technology, then what are they doing? Because they if they're really concerned about oil. And they have the technology to like literally make that obsolete. Then what are you doing? Well, I think the the that whole part of it is just another money making scheme. It has nothing yeah. to do with them actually wanting to make things better. They're just making oh, sure. a shit ton of money. Sure, indeedy. Sure. I mean, well, I'd, I'd love to see where this goes, man. I, I think it's I think it's cool. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I think there'll be more to this, but unfortunately, I think the Biden story is taking Congress by storm right now. I can't oh, see yeah. this getting room in there to to fit in to have the discussion to be honest and even if they did it wouldn't make the headlines like the other stuff is yeah yeah so it'd be something you have to pay attention to separately we'll see all right greg cheers to you my friend all right everybody chris cheers cheersies cheersies fun topics yeah man you guys take care of yourself all righty At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 